Good morning, good morning, good morning. I hope all is well with you and yours, for this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall re rejoice and be glad in it. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I'm just so grateful to be here with you this morning. I believe that God has given me a very anointed word and a timely word to share with you on this day as we go into praise and worship. Amen. Even though it's a little chilly outside when it's supposed to be chilly outside, we're just grateful. We're grateful to God for whom all blessings flow for. He's been so good to us. He's been better to us than we've definitely been to ourselves. And I'm for one, I am grateful. I don't say that clichely. I don't say that just to be saying something, but I truly do believe that, that we are living in perilous times. The Bible said that men shall be what lovers of themselves. And we know that we find ourselves here in that place on this day. But amen. But God is good and he's worthy to be praised. So I ask this this morning that you're in the comfort of your home, in your car, you're listening on the podcast, that you don't sit back and just relax, but you get into the service. You get out of what you put into it. Amen. If you sow sparingly, the Bible said that you will reap sparingly. But if you sow bountifully, you will reap bountifully. So I ask that you don't sit back, get with Sister Dominique, amen, on this morning as she goes in and take us into praise and worship on this morning. God bless you, and I look forward to sitting here and being in praise with you. Amen. Hallelujah. Good morning, Safe House. It's always an honor and a privilege to come back to you all and worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. So if you can, just get with me a little bit this morning. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Bless that wonderful name of Jesus. Bless that wonderful name of Jesus. Bless that wonderful name of Jesus. No other name I know. Power in the name of Jesus. Oh, power in the name of Jesus. Power in the name of Jesus. No other name I know. Bless that wonderful name of Jesus. Oh, there's no other name I know. Oh, there's healing in the name of Jesus. Oh, there's healing in the name of Jesus. Healing in the name of Jesus. No other name I know. Bless that wonderful name of wonderful name of Jesus. Bless that wonderful name of Jesus. No other name I know. Power in the name of Jesus. Power in the name of Jesus. Power in the name of Jesus. There is no other name I Oh, Lord, stop by here. 
that he knows and he cares and he's going to stop by and he's going to visit you and make sure that everything is all right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's an amazing God. He's a great God. There is no God like our God. There is no God like our God. And on this morning, every praise, everything that we uh, let come out of our mouths is to our God. I will sing praises unto my king, yeah. He is the master of everything. I will exalt him. His name adore, yeah. Honor and reverence forevermore. Honor and reverence forevermore. We lift up our hands to our God, to our God. To thee we ascribe, giving him glory and honor and wisdom and strength. I'll declare that thy name is holy and be thou exalted above the heavens and all thy glory above all the earth and all thy glory above all the earth we lift up our hands to our God to our God Giving him glory and honor and wisdom and strength, we lift up our hands to our God, to our God, to thee we ascribe, giving him glory and honor and wisdom and strength to our God. like you we worship adore you we declare nobody like you we worship adore you we declare nobody like you we worship adore you we declare 
Nobody like you. 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 We worship, adore you. We declare nobody like you. We worship, adore you. We declare nobody like you. 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 How many of you know this one that there's nobody like our God? Nobody's above our God. Hallelujah. We worship, adore you. We declare nobody like you. Nobody like you. Nobody like you. Nobody like you. Hallelujah. There is nobody like our God. Oh, nobody like you. 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 Oh, yeah, 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 Nobody like you. Hallelujah. There is no God like our God. Hallelujah. That's why my heart 
I just love him on today. I love him more than anything, more than my house, more than my cars, my children, my husband, my parents, my church, my pastor. I love the Lord so much because there is nobody like our God. Hallelujah. He's done more than I ever expected. 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 Cause God, you keep on doing great things. You truly amaze me. So many miracles and blessings continue to chase me and I am overwhelmed with gratitude and that's why we offer up this praise for the things you do you've done more you've done more than I ever expected
expected more than my job expected you've done more than I ever expected you've done more, more. and that's why I praise you I lift you up and I magnify your name that's why I praise you and I lift you up and I magnify your name. That's why I praise you. Oh God, that's why I praise you. I lift you up and I magnify your name. That's why my heart is filled with praise hallelujah god bless you safe house I pray, I pray that you have an amazing prosperous week i pray that god gives you net breaking boat sinking miracles in jesus name hallelujah oh hallelujah come on come on somebody can you give him some praise this morning hallelujah for god is been so good. So how many of you know he's done more than you expected? <laughs> how many of you know that he's done way more than you expected? Amen. He's done so much more than I expected. He's done so much more than I expected. I expected this and look what God did. And that's how I know it's God because he's over the top God. He's more than enough God. He's covering God. He's peace God. He's strength God. He's love God. And I'm just so grateful that he's done more than I expected. He's done more. He's done more. He's done more. Because if I only took what I expected, if I only looked at what I thought was going to come, if I only looked how I thought people treated me and, and how I saw myself, then I would be in a a place of hurt and talking about, but God has done more, 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 more. How many of you can relate and say he did more? If you, if you can relate, say something in the chat and say he's done more than I can expect. If you can relate this morning, say he's done more. Put it in the chat. He's done more than I can, can I, and I've ever expected. And I am grateful to him from whom all blessings flow for. He's done more than we can expect. He's done more. He's done more. He's done more. Hallelujah. What a beautiful, beautiful worship this morning. I can't, if you can't get up for that, amen. The beautiful job the sister Johnson just did, amen, on this morning's worship, amen. That God just anointed. I'm stirred up in my spirit this morning. He's done more. He's done more. He's done more. He's done more. He kept you last week. He's done more. When they was out there shooting at some school last week, he's done more. When they was taking your kids, somebody's kid got shot at school last week, and he protected yours, he's done more. If you got life and breath in your lungs, he's done more than, he's done more, he's done more, he's done more. Because the world does not have any expectation of him, but you and I, who are of the household of faith, we know that he's done more than we can expect. Amen. Every time you got in your car, he allows you to come back down the road, no mechanical failure, nobody hitting 
getting you all. Come on, somebody. It ain't just because you drove good, amen. But it was his goodness and his mercy, hallelujah, that the roof then cave in on your house this morning. Oh, come on, somebody. With all the winds and the blowing outside, hallelujah, with all the coldness, it's just God's goodness and mercy that you don't have COVID running through your body right now. He's done more and more and more. Even when it didn't seem like it was working in my favor, he's reminded me that he's done more than I can expect. Hallelujah. Let's go into prayer this morning. Oh, Lord, have the Father, Lord Jesus, we come to you, Lord Jesus, the God that's done more than we expected, oh God, the God who's opened up the doors for us, oh God, the God who's kept us, oh God, from all dangers, seen and unseen, oh God. Lord, for you are omnipotent, you all see, you all know, and all power is in your hand. We we honor you in this place on this day, oh God. We honor you with our hearts, our minds, our bodies, our souls, our spirits, oh God, to know that you are Jehovah Jireh, that you are our provider, that you're Jehovah Nisi, oh God, that you fight our battle, that he is a bomb in Gilead, oh God, for you Elohim, you El Shaddai, oh God, you the lily of the valley, and you're the bright and morning star, Lord Jesus, for you have all power in your hand, Lord Jesus, and you're the God of God, you're the king of kings, and you are the Lord of lords, Lord, and we honor you this morning, oh God. For Lord, you are Lord. And we come to you as humble as we know how, oh God. Lord, you laying down, Lord Jesus, who we are, oh God, to pick up who you are, oh God. Lord, you knowing that you gave your son, Jesus Christ, oh God, to die for the remission of our sins, oh God. Lord, you've done more than we expected, oh God. You've done more, you've done more, you've done more, oh God. And we honor you this morning, Lord Jesus, in our hearts and our minds, our bodies and our souls and spirits, oh God. Lord, we ask that you forgive us, Lord, for all our sins, those known and unknown to us, oh God. Things that we've done, Lord, you that were contrary to your word, oh God. Places where we have stepped out of bounds, oh God. Lord, I thank you for your grace and your mercy that you showed upon us, oh God. Lord, you, for you could have allowed it to be some other way, but you didn't, oh God, and I'm grateful for that on this morning. Lord, I ask that you continue to watch over and keep your people, oh God. Continue to bless the saints, oh God. Continue to hold and love on them, oh God. Keep your arms all around them, Lord, like only you can, Lord. And we thank you for that in the name of Jesus, Lord. We thank you for the members of the church that are here, oh God. Those that are not here, oh God. We thank you for each and every visitor, oh God. Lord, you every potential person, oh God, that wants to join you, Lord. Join you, oh God. Lord, you know, Lord, you that you are God and that you are a king. That this is not a form of fashion. We don't do this just because we want to get up here and say something, oh God, but Lord, we truly serve you, oh God, that we are authentic with our worship, oh God, Lord, even on our good days, Lord, in our bad days, oh God, and in our in-between days, oh God, we honor you, Lord, in this place to know, Lord, that you are our God, that you are our King, Lord, and we thank you, Lord, and we love you, and we praise your name, Lord, and I ask that this service be power-packed on today, Lord, that the atmosphere be set, oh God, that someone's mind may be changed, oh God, that someone's heart may be changed, oh God, that someone see you differently, Lord, and I Thank you for that in the name of Jesus, Lord. And we honor you, Lord, G, with that all our heart, our mind, body, soul, and spirit, knowing that it belongs to you, Lord, for your God and you blessed us, oh God, and you are our King, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, and we love you and we praise your name. We actually do all these things to others in the powerful name of Jesus. For we know this one thing and we know this to be true, that we walk by faith and not by sight. Good morning, brothers and sisters of the Safe House Church and all the visitors out there. For God is good and he's worthy, worthy to be praised. And I'm just so grateful 
to have the opportunity to be here before you one more time because it could have been different. Amen. We could be in our hospital bed. We could be dead and gone. We could be sleeping in our grave, but God has been so good to us and he's given us the opportunity to sit here and be able to talk before you again. Amen. I'm grateful for the airways and the things and the technology that God has afforded us to be able to use to be able to reach not just the Greensboro area, but the entire world. So he said, whosoever will let them come. Whether you're watching us on the website, whether you're watching on YouTube, whether you're watching on Facebook, whether you're watching on Instagram, whether you're watching on Twitch or whatever the case may be, or you're just listening on a good old podcast, we're just so grateful for God, for he told us to go into all the world what, and compel them to come. Amen. How do we compel them to come? Because we are the embodiment of Christ, amen, that they look at us and they see how we handle things, amen. They see what things happen to us. The Bible said, well, it rains on the just as well as the unjust, which means, brothers and sisters, there are going to be some things that's going to happen to you, and some of it's not going to seem like it's going to be just. Oh, come on, somebody. But the Bible says it like this, but for his glory, it's for his glory and what he is glorified through us, amen, that the things that we go through, that people see, they wonder, how do you handle that someone else would have blown their head off, amen, and some often do make that decision, but see, you and I, the thing is, is that what, you and I, we have an advocate in the Father. We have an advocate with the Father. So when I'm stressed, don't mean that I don't get the, do I get depressed sometimes? Absolutely. Do I go through things? Do my body hurt sometimes? Absolutely. Do my mind, do my mental pain feel like it's just overwhelming sometimes? Absolutely. But I know the Bible tells me like this. He said, cast your cares for he cares for you. So what I learned at the end of the day that I sit down and I have this conversation with God and in my faith, the Bible said, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So in my faith that I talk to him and I walk with him and he moves and he don't, how many of you know that you have the Holy Ghost down inside of you? Because the Holy Ghost is a keeper, amen. It's a keeper, amen. And when that thing is moving down inside of you, if you decide to listen to it, we listen to everybody else. We listen to the Dr. Fields and we listen to the Oprah Winfrey's of the world and we listen to the J and the celebrities, amen. But I'm here to tell you today, if you will listen to God, if you will listen to him when he's talking to you in that still small voice, when he's telling you to move to the left and go to the right, when he's telling you to stand still, when he's telling you to mark time, I promise you that your life will never be the same. I'm not claiming that you're going to have a life that's perfect and that's devoid of problems and situations and circumstances, that people are not going to talk about you, that people are not going to do things and not do evil stuff. But the Bible tells us this. He said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, mm-hmm. but principalities and spiritual wickedness where? In high places, amen. Then the Bible said like, in the high place, I will bring them down. Amen. And I know that in due season, if I'm not faint, if I'm not faint, that what I share, what? Recover it all. Amen. Hallelujah. Y'all can tell I'm stirred up. Amen. On this morning, for God is good and he's worthy to be praised. That means that I've not had my share of things and troubles and situations because life is going to happen on life circumstances. Um, But nonetheless, that God still has us and that he is a keeper if you want to be kept. Hallelujah. If you want to be kept, he is great. Good morning, you all. And so I'm so glad to see so many members of the Safe House Church here with us out on the Zoom cast. Amen. You all, we have this technology heaven over here. You all can just see all the stuff that we have here. We got computers. We got cameras. We got microphones. We got lights. Amen. We got Zoom. We got a monitor. We got a monitor here, monitor there. We got all kinds of stuff to make this thing go. But you know what? 
by any means necessary. Hey, man, hallelujah, that we're going to get the gospel out. And we're just so grateful to um, the um, Safe House Church and the membership that they've entrusted me to do the will of God, you know, um, by supporting us financially, amen, and by showing up, amen, every single morning, Monday through Friday, we have a power pack prayer service. Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. We only go try to go 30 minutes. We go a little bit over sometime. We usually give like a little bleed time in the beginning, like four or five minutes, let people get in there because I know it's early morning. But I'm here to tell you all, we've been doing that going on two years now. Hallelujah. We've been doing that for almost going on two years now. And God has not failed to bless us. Amen. I do believe, and this is just my belief, I do believe that our church is doing as well as it's doing. And God has kept us together as a church. Why? Because we pray every single morning. You know, if we only touched each other on Monday, on Wednesdays, and on, on on Sundays, I can see how people may want to fade. Amen. And I'm not saying that every morning that you know we calling out fire from heaven. We try. <laughs> we definitely try. But you know what? It's that camaraderie of being together because you know the Bible talks about it like this, saying you know where 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 there's one that one to put a thousand flight, but two to put what ten thousand flight. But when you got a whole group of people, Amen. I'm just so grateful we get there some mornings. The entire church is there. Hallelujah. The entire church is there, and we're just going in, and we're just praying, amen. We're speaking in tongues, amen. We're giving God all the honor and all the glory. We invite all visitors, amen. We don't turn anybody away, amen, that you just follow the decorum that we have there. We come in. We don't ask anybody to have on their microphones. Nobody has on their cameras, amen. But you can just type in whatever it is that you want God to um, um, to um, do for you or you want us to pray about, amen, and we just carry that prayer out, amen. And, yes, we speak in tongues as the Spirit of God give the utterance, amen, because that was something that we had been neglecting. Not that we couldn't do it, but we've been neglecting. But, you know, when I understand and realize there's some things that the Spirit utters that the mouth won't utter. Come on, somebody. There's some things that the Spirit will utter on my behalf that the mouth don't utter. Why? Because I only know things by my intellect. Come on, somebody. This is why the Bible tells us, lean not into your own understanding, but what? In all your ways, in all your ways, do what? He said, all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path, amen. So sometimes with me speaking, amen, I might forget a person's name, I might forget the situation, I might forget the circumstance, but when that Holy Ghost speaks up, come on, somebody, when the Holy Ghost starts to speak, amen, when that power starts to come in, when it starts to t come in like a flood and take over, amen, then, well, then he'll do the speaking, and when he does the speaking, then he'll do it all right, amen. And I'm just so grateful to all um giving the honor to, to our, um, my first lady, amen, first lady Eli. I'm just um, appreciating and just so grateful that God has her in the life that she puts up with the old boy. Well, I don't say she put up with me, she loved me, amen. And I'm just grateful for that because I know I ain't the easiest person to live with sometimes. You know, when you're, when you're blessed and you're talented and things, you know, you have stuff you deal with, amen. We all have things to deal with. And I'm telling you right now, you pinch me, I'm going to ouch. And you stick me, I'm going to probably not be very happy about it, amen. But we all have this thing that this flesh that we all live in, amen. Not making any excuses for any bad behavior because the Bible, you know, we live in an area here, what? Accountability. So if this is your first time here at the Safe House Church, I want to welcome you that God has called us, we believe, to three pillars here that he's called us to be in. We call it DEA. That's discipleship, 
empowerment and accountability, the discipleship. We're going to walk with you. We're going to talk with you. We're going to teach you the word of God, and we're going to do our best um, rendition to live God's word out before you. And then what we have empowerment, that what we believe that God's given each one of you gifts and talents and things, and we're going to work, work with you to, what, to empower you to be able to take those gifts and talents to the next level. And then there's accountability for everything that you do, that what we have to be accountable. Amen. We know we live in a world now where many people are not accountable. They just do whatever they want to do, say whatever they want to say, move how they want to move, do things to people or whatever. And don't think that nothing's going to come back to them. Amen. But the Bible says like this, you reap whatever you sow. Amen. So the God is not marked. Whatever man soweth, that shall he also reap. Amen. So we're just grateful to God for all whom all blessings flow. Are you happy in Jesus on this morning? I know Super Bowl is over. Just like I told you all, there was going to be a play. I told you, go back and look at the video last week. I told you, I said, there's going to be a play in there that's going to change the whole game. Mm-hmm. And if you go back and you look, I said that, and sure enough, what exactly like I told you it was. Why? Because that, that that's how the games are played, amen. And once we start to understand the games, amen, and the games that people play, amen, and, and how God wants us to please him. How many of you just want to please God? You just want to say, be pleased with me. You know, as we talked about and we preached on last week, Lord, just be pleased with me. That's my goal, Lord. Be pleased with me. We believe, we know we trust God, but now it's like, Lord, will you be pleased with me? And this is the area that you and I are pushing to that. Lord, just be pleased with me. Amen. I believe there is a word from the Lord on today. Um, I will be sharing some video in this message on today to be able to bring home the point and some things that I want to do. Amen. Also, I'm going to be reading from the CSB Bible today. I want to read this message from the CSB Bible. Yes, I believe in the King James Version. We use the King James Version all the time. Amen. It's our probably 99.8% of the time. But as I was reading and I was studying this particular message, I thought that it brought it a little bit clearer, especially for those who are still um, consider themselves babes in Christ to bring this forth. Because sometimes the King James Version can be, whew, you know, it's written in King James Old English. Amen. So, um, but wanted to bring this out on today. All right. So, um, without any further ado, I don't think I gave nobody's birthdays and nobody's harmed or anything. Amen. Everybody's doing well and we're grateful for that. So, we want to go right into, I believe, what God has given us to share with you on this morning. Amen. For God is good and he's worthy to be praised. And if I missed anybody or anything, please charge it to my head and not my heart. Amen. For the Safe House Church is a church for everybody. And this is a safe place. People are looking for authenticity. I don't know about, I'm just, my wife will tell you. She tell me sometimes I share too much. That I'm just as real as we can get. I have things I go through. You have things we go through. I'm, I'm God's man. Amen. And I'm calling, I'm anointed to be in this position, but I'm still a man at the end of the day. I can fall like anybody else. I can get into situations and circumstances like anybody else. So don't make me a, a God. Oh, uh, absolutely not. But I point you towards heaven, amen. And if I ever get off track, I'm telling you right now, if I ever get off track, amen, I pray and I ask that you pray my strength in the Lord that I don't ever get off track. But if I ever get off track, that you don't derail your faith because you saw me because I have to fight my battles just like you fight your battle. I have to go through my things just like you go through my things, your things, amen. And we all that. And then more fact, why? Because I'm leading you. Oh, come on, somebody. So I need your prayers, amen. I need your support, amen. You know, saying, 
financial support is great, but your prayers go a long way, amen, because you never know what the old boy is going through or where God is carrying us and he's putting us in new rooms and places that I'm just so uncomfortable in, amen. You, As many of you all know, I, I have a, a new job situation, amen, and, and it's a, you know I believe it's to be a blessing, but sometimes, you know, when you've been in things, you know, when you've been in something a long time, and you have to sit down, you have to change the atmosphere. When you've been in bad situations or sometimes toxicity and all this kind of stuff, and you get into something different, you have a tendency to try to bring who you were to the next level. Oh, come on, somebody. But see, when God takes you to the next level, what I'm understanding, and I think he's allowing me to experience this so I can be able to tell somebody else, is that when he takes you to the next level, you can't carry some of that same devil stuff with you. Mm -hmm. You can't carry the same things. Why? When you're on a new level, when you're in a new situation, new circumstance, there's got to be a mind shift. And this is why many of us, sometimes that God opens the door for us and then we regress. Amen. I caught myself the other day and I was talking to a friend. Amen. That when God delivers you from Egypt, why do you want to run back to Egypt? Woo! Come on, somebody. When God delivers you from Egypt, why do the first thing you want to do go back to Egypt? Why? Because we are used and we have been kind of comfortable and because we feel like we have investment there. Oh, come on, somebody. See, when you have investment in something, it's a little harder just to walk away. This is why you see individuals that say, for instance, if I let somebody borrow my car and they go wreck the car, they'll bring the car back to say, oh, I just wrecked your car. But then, if, but if I wreck the car, it's a, it's a little different then. Amen? Because I care for the car. See, somebody else can wreck your car and they might not even care at all. Why? Because there's no investment. They didn't pay for it. They didn't put any time in it. They didn't get it fixed or any of these things. This is why when things belong to you, you care more. Why? Because there's significant investment. So when you have significant investment in situations and circumstances, you have a tendency to care more. And because you care more, you don't want to see things go down. You don't want to see things go awry. You don't want to see all your hard work to seem like to be erased. But what God is showing me that that, that work is not being erased, but it's the work that he used to catapult you to the next level. It was that work that you stood upon to be able to reach this level. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm already preaching. I ain't mean to go this way, but if this is where the Holy Ghost want to go, we'll go. Amen. That what? He'll use that which you've done. So don't think what you've done to be in vain. See, some of us think that we got in situations and circumstances and we see it's like, Lord, I put so much time and I put so much investment and I put so much effort into this. But that was what was necessary to get you where you're going now. That was what was necessary to what? To take the things off of you and to pull you and to mold you and to shape you to be where he wants you to be right now. So don't take all those things for granted, amen, that what? That it's just going to go away. No, they know. People know what was done. They know who did it and they know how they did it. But at the same time, people's pride. Oh, come on, somebody. The Bible talks about what? It's the pride before the fall. There's the pride of life that keeps them from going, you know, to being able to acknowledge and give people credit and give them there are flowers, but the Bible told us, what? don't be worried about those things. What Are you pleasing him? All I want to know is, what? are you pleasing him? And the Bible says it like this. He said, what? that what, what? in all our things, in all our getting, that we get understanding. And with all this understanding, we take this wisdom and we go to the next level and understand that what I was in that season, I cannot be in this season. The caterpillar, as it starts to transform to a butterfly, does not walk around with those hairy spines on anymore. He doesn't run around with, he doesn't crawl around the ground. At some point, he gains what? New legs, and he gains new wings, and he starts to fly the places he, he used to crawl to. He used to, he starts to fly. He starts to, what, change things, because what, now he's probably, he went from eating leaves to pollinating flowers. 
Oh, come on. I didn't mean to go this way this morning. But he went from what? Pollinating, from eating leaves. Amen. Eating the things off the ground. And, and he goes from there to what? Now he's pollinating flowers. He's a part of the ecosystem. He's very important. He's very vital to the ecosystem now because as he moves from flower to flower, he pollinates those flowers. And those flowers now what get to grow and get to go and, 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 and be transformed. So what? God is just removing you from one ecosystem to another. I'm here to tell you today, as many of you are going through transition, and I'm here to tell you today, in the next couple of months, there's going to be some significant transition. This thing is turning, y'all. I'm telling you right now. This thing is turning. Even though the economy is doing okay, there's some things going. There's a transition going on. I saw, even on this morning, that President Carter, amen, that they are not expecting him to be with us long, amen, that he's, he's, he's starting to transition over. So there's a transitioning of spirits, amen. There's a transitioning going on here in the earth, and I'm telling you that God has put us in position to do so. And that's what I want to talk with you on today. Amen. That's what I want to spend time talking with you on this. So I guess God gave me a good segue to go in right into what that message is. So if you would turn with me into the book of Psalms, we want to go to Psalms, the, um, the 91st chapter, Psalms 91, Psalms 91. Let me get it up here on the screen before I get going. Cause I'm already stirred up already. Psalms 91. We want to go verses one through 11. Psalms 91 verses 1 through 11. Amen. So grateful for so many of you all being here and supporting us and being here to hear what thus said the Lord on this morning. All right, so we're going to go right to our Bible here. Let's go. <clears throat> and it says this. All right, and I told you I'm going to read from the CSB. This is the Christian Standard Bible version, but um, Psalms 91. 91 and 1, it says this. The one who lives under the protection of the Most High dwells in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say concerning the Lord, who is my refuge and my fortress, my refuge and my fortress and my God in whom I trust. He himself will rescue you from the, the bird trap, from the destructive plague. Oh, come on, somebody. He will cover you with his feathers. You will take refuge under his wings. His faithfulness will be a protective shield. You will not fear the terror of the night and the arrow that flies by the day. The plague that stalks in the darkness of the pestilence that, ra that rages at noon through... Um, at noon, though a thousand fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, the pestilence will not, will not reach you. You will only see it with your eyes. You will only see it with your eyes and witness the punishment of the wicked. Come on, somebody. You will witness the punishment of the wicked. But watch this. Because you have made the Lord my refuge, the most high, your dwelling place, no harm will come to you. No harm will come to you. No plague will come near your tent. No plague will come near your tent. And watch this. And for he will give his angels orders concerning you to protect you in all your ways. Say it with me this morning. He will protect you in all your ways. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo! That's a powerful, powerful verses. I will use for a subject this morning. If I would, y'all give me a little bit of time here. 
is not deceive but to reveal. Not deceive but to reveal. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we come to you this morning, Lord. We say we thank you. Lord, I ask that you allow this word to come forth on today, Lord. You let it pierce the hearts, Lord Jesus, and crack the stones of, of, of stones, of hearts of stone, Lord Jesus. Let it pierce the flesh, oh God, Lord Jesus. Love on them, Lord. Bless them, oh God. Let them get the word that they need, Lord Jesus. Feed them, guide them, and lead them to all truth and understanding, oh God, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, and we love you, and we praise your name, Lord Jesus, for you're all seeing, you're all knowing, Lord Jesus. And you know this day, and Lord, you know this word was coming, Lord. And I thank you for that, Lord. Lord, and we ask that you let it go forth, Lord Jesus. Bless, Lord Jesus. Change the atmosphere, Lord. And we thank you for that in the name of Jesus. And we honor you and you do all these things to others in the powerful name of Jesus. For we know this one thing and we know this to be true, that we walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you know that being walking by faith and not by sight is going to be tried? Oh, come on. We know we talk about it, we sing about it, we pray about it, and we fast about it, but it's going to be tried. As I've told you this whole year, we've been talking about Rehoboth, amen. Rehoboth, that God has made rooms. And I want to remind you on today that God has what? He has made room for you to hide. <laughs> Come on, you should be excited about that. God has made room for you to hide. He has made room for you to hide. He has made room for you to hide. I'm telling you all that some stuff is coming. Amen. But I want to warn you that what? God is going to open your eyes to something and he's made room for you to hide. I remember as a child that we often used to play this game called hide and seek. And part of the thing of hide and seek was that you would run around and, and you would go and find places to hide and you would try to hide. You want to hide to the point that you actually want somebody to seek you. But sometimes we didn't want to hide so well that nobody wanted to come find us. Amen. Part of the game and part of the lure to the game was that the children, you know, whoever was chasing you or whoever was hiding would give you an amount of time. They would do a countdown. Maybe they count from 10 or they count down from 20. And everybody would run and try to find their best hiding place. And what that person who did, who was who was the one that was counting, now it's their job to go out and seek who they can find. Amen. The Bible talks about the devil as a roaring lion that way he's seeking who he can devour. Amen. And they would go out and what they would do is they would find them. They would try to find them unaware and they would try to walk upon them and they would tag them and say that you have been tagged or you are now it and now you are out of the game. So you play a game of hide and seek and I'm here to tell you today, brothers and sisters, as the devil is looking for us, the Bible says he he's he's like a roaring lion seeking who he can devour. He's looking for us. Amen. But when the God has Remind us here in the 91 Psalms that he has given us a hiding place. That if you are under the shadow, oh, come on, somebody, under the shadow of the Almighty, the shadow does what? It towers over. I remember as children, in the schoolyard, when when kids wanted you know um, wanted to get the other kids, and sometimes that kid, the kid who was being sought after, would do what? They would run to the teacher, and long as they was under the shadow of the teacher, the kids who were after the other kid knew it was nothing that they could do to them. Come on, somebody. Y'all remember in your childhood that when you wanted to get one kid, but it was an adult there. So that kid who wanted to get, who you wanted to get, if they had enough sense, what they would do is they would run to that adult. And because they were under that adult, then that adult would what? Protect them and not allow you to do whatever it is that you wanted to do to them. Well, <coughs> 
I'm here to tell you today that God's protection works very well, much the same way. That what long as you have chosen God and you've under his hand of protection, then what God does is he holds you to his own, that you are under his shadow. And 91, he tells us that if you're under the shadow of the God of the Almighty, that what he will protect you and he will keep you and that no plague will come to you. No coronavirus. It didn't say that you wouldn't get it. it didn't say that you wouldn't contract it, but it would, it would not take you out there. It wouldn't work, amen. That when he has a sign of protection even if you got it you wouldn't get it into death amen that what he will protect you and he will keep you for he is our buckler amen as they say in the king james version yeah he is his is that shield of protection that surround us this is why we don't serve him just because of his protection that we love him, but a benefit of us serving him is that what he protects us. It's a benefit of us serving him is that he'll keep us. It's a benefit of us serving him is that he'll watch over and he'll make sure that he said that he provides for us. Amen. The Bible says it like this. I never, I was young and now I'm old and where I never seen the righteous forsaken nor their seed begging for bread. Amen. That, what that means if you're walking in righteousness, if you're walking by faith, if you're walking under his hand, that what? that you will not fall, amen, that he will hold you and he will keep you and he will guide you and he will lead you into all truth and understanding. So then we find here, as the devil goes in and he's seeking who he made devour his children, we was playing hide and seek and we were running around, amen, and you were trying to hide. And when you didn't want to get God, like I said, you would go to the parent, amen. You would go to the person in charge, amen. And this is what he's talking about here that Brother David is bringing out so eloquently that, you know what, that if you under God and if you hold on to him, that he will be your fortress. He'd be your refuge. See, the problem is sometimes we want to play hooky from God. Sometimes we want God when, when it's, when, when only when it's convenient. Lord, I only want to serve you, Lord, when things are going bad. I only want to serve you, Lord, when my house is turned upside down. Lord, I only serve you, Lord, when things are just in disarray. I only want to serve you, Lord, when things are, are going out of all and all and all all gone to crazy and they know everything. But here he's telling us the way that we are to stay connected to him. That as we stay connected, then we ain't got to worry about the destructive play. He said, even though the what the terror will come, it will come. What? But it would not harm you. Amen. That the terror will come. And why would it not harm you? Because God has now got us in a position that what he's trying to do is he's trying to what? To show us and show us some things and reveal some things to you and I. These things are what? Hidden in plain sight. We call it giving a sight beyond sight. I remember as a child, we used to watch this show called The Thundercats, amen. And if y'all's an 80s baby, you a Gen X, you know a little something maybe about The Thundercats. And then The Thundercats, they used to have this thing that Lionel always used to have to go see, amen, that when danger was coming and they had a fight on their hands. He didn't know, all he knew is what he was told, but he could feel that something was a little different. And what he would do, he would take his sword out and he would ask that sword of ornaments, amen, that he said, let me have sight beyond sight, amen. He almost said that other one. He said, let me have sight beyond sight. And what that sight would do is it would take him past his perception. It would take him past the things that he was focused on. It would take him past looking at himself and looking at his own situation and feeling sorry about himself and woe is me and why is this not happening for me and why is this door not opening for me and why do I feel this way? He would give him focus to see what was going on beyond where he was. Oh, come on, somebody. Some of you need to ask God, say, Lord, give me sight beyond sight. Hallelujah. Type that in the chat. Give me sight beyond sight. Because sometimes we what we do is see we get focused. The Bible says it like this. That what? We walk by faith 
and not by sight. Why does he do this? That what? Because our sight is limited. Our sight is limited to what? To what we perceive, amen. Our sight is limited to what we take in. Our sight is limited to our environment. Our sight is limited to what we know. Our sight is limited to what we what we encounter and what we work in and what we find ourselves around. So what you have to find is that what sometimes you're doing things are being revealed to you, not to deceive you, but to show you what's really going on. Like sometimes, you know what? You you need to ask God, Lord, show me all the things that you did protect me from. Because sometimes we find ourselves upset with God and we find ourselves saying, God, why didn't you do this? And Lord, why ain't this happened, oh God? And Lord, why ain't this gone to the next level, oh God? And Lord, why haven't you opened this door, oh God? And Lord, why haven't you done this, oh God? And why haven't you done that? And what God is saying is that, look, if you would have saw all these other things, if you would have saw that this is what I kept you from. If you would have saw that, this is what I protected you from. If you would have saw that, uh, yeah, I took this job because I wanted to keep you from this. Amen. Yes, I removed you from this job situation because I wanted to see you there. Yes, I removed you from this house because I wanted to protect you from this. That God continues to give us sight beyond sight. Amen. That Lord, let me see beyond where I am. Hallelujah. Because sometimes we can get closed minds. Sometimes we can get so focused on where we are and what we're doing and what we're feeling that we get to that woe is me. We get that Elijah spirit that, Lord, ain't nobody else living right but me. Lord, ain't nobody else going through anything but me. Lord, only I, Lord, you are doing this. Lord, only I am the only one who had to bow his knee to bail. And God had to slap him upside the head and say, boy, if you don't pay attention, I got 6,000 prophets who haven't thought about bowing to um I need the bell. You only one of the few, amen. So when we get in our minds that we're not the only one, amen, when we get in our minds that we're just one of the chosen ones, we're just one of the many, amen, that God has, that God, that we don't have a monopoly on God, that God, what, he's chosen us to walk this walk. He's given us the ability to talk this talk and that we are to go and what, we are to be a light to others, amen. When this thing turns and God is hitting you, amen, you're going to be grateful. When God, this thing turns and he shows you what it's really going amen so this is what the bible tells he reminds he said we wrestle not against flesh and blood but what principalities and spiritual weakness were in high places. So the things that you see people are doing, the things that people are saying, I'm here to tell you today that's not them, but it's the evil forces around them that's impacting them. Why? Because what they're looking for themselves. And the Bible's telling us what that we have to have what this sight beyond sight. That I'm gonna reveal some things to you for you not to be deceived, amen. Not to deceive, but to reveal, amen. That I'm gonna show you that I've already made room for you as we hope of amen. That I've already made room for you, and all you got to do is be able to take care, amen, and just go under my wing, amen, and I'm going to hide you in my bosom, amen, that they're going to come looking for you, and they seeking who they can devour, but they ain't going to come over this way, because they know that I'm God, they know that I'm king, they know that I'm Lord of Lords, they know that I have it all in my hand, they know that I can just speak the word and change the situation, they know that the king's heart is in my hand, and I turn it whatever way I may, they know that I hold tomorrow in my hand, and I can blow on it today, they know that life is not but a vapor, amen, and that I hold it all in my hand and I can do whatever it is that I want to do, amen. But I know the things that I have towards you and they said what? To prosper you and for you to have good success. So therefore, just hang up under me for a little while. Yes, I know they overlooked you. Yes, I know it seems like nobody sees you, but God has had you hiding in plain sight. Yeah, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that. 
Hallelujah. So the first thing he wants us to, first point I want to give to you this morning is, number one, your perception. Human perception. Remember, we are human. I get it. We live in this body. We work in this body. We, we focus in this body. But this body does not control all. You are limited by your human perception. Amen. You got feelings. If somebody says something bad about you, you're going to feel a way about it. If somebody says something evil about you, you're going to feel a way about it. If somebody does something to somebody in your family, you're going to feel a way about it. I don't care who you are. Why? Because you are limited to your human perception. Oh, come on, somebody. Sometimes perception is some people's reality. It can seem like I'm doing a thing, but maybe I'm not really doing a thing. But what? I am limited to my human perception. So we have to be, what, careful of that, brothers and sisters, to say that what? The human perception. Why? People don't see you because God ain't ready for them to see you. Mm. Why? Because you're still in development. <laughs> you're still being formed. You're still on that cutting wheel. You're still being moved. You're still being chastised. He's still trying to get you out of you. Because you're worried about the human perception of the thing. You're worried about how do I look to the people, oh God? Do I sound like I'm a preacher, oh God? Do I sound like I'm educated, oh God? Do I do? Because now I'm starting to what? I'm starting to lean into my own understanding. <laughs> but he said, acknowledge me and I will direct your path that way. I'm going to take you around about way because what? If you use the human perception way, they think they did it, amen. They think they raised it up. They think they did it. They think they built it. And since they think they built it, since they think they did it, since they think they own it, then that means they have the right to tear it down. Oh, come on. But God is building up some of us right now. He's taking you in such a way in the Rehoboth year as he what? He's making room for you. I'm going to declare every day of the year that Rehoboth is making room for you, that there's nobody else that's going to take anything else from you, but he's making room. And that starts with what? Changing your perception. But what do you mean by the perception, Pastor? Well, I'm glad that you asked. Changing how you look at things. Because the next part of this piece that he wants us to look at is the intentionality of your focus. Amen. So many of us are focused on all the things that we can't do. Lord, I feel this way in my body. Lord, I don't have this. I don't have money for that. And this is going on and that's going on and this is going on. Lord, they said the world is by the end and this and that. But we know who holds tomorrow. We know who holds the world. We know who has it all. We know. And because we know, he tells us what? Don't be anxious for anything. Don't be anxious for anything. And even if I don't, then what? I have you hidden in my bosom. Oh, come on, somebody. I have you what? Dwelling in the place of the most high. I have you. That what? You're going to be in a place that what? You're going to see a thousand fall. The Bible said, what, what did he say in verse nine? He said, you're going to see what? Um, Throw a thousand fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand. The pestilence will not reach you. That you're going to see it, but you're going to be what? On the hill. <laughs> that, that light that cannot be here. That you're going to see it. And it's going to come. This is why we cannot focus on what? The human perception of the thing. Because the human perception of the thing said it looks bad. It looks downright bad. It looks terrible. It looks like a tremendous situation. And to the human part, it is. But we are not just human, amen. But what? We have a supernatural being in the form of the Holy Ghost that lives inside of us. That your soul in a place that never dies, amen. So we have to change our focus and be intentionally, intentionality of our focus. Hallelujah. Then God tells us what? Then as you change your intentionality, know that he feels. 
He said that I will be with you even if you make your bed in hell, there will I be. That if you know I am the lily of the valley and I'm the bright and I'm the morning star, that he is God, that he fills in the gaps. This is why it's important, brothers and sisters, that we pray in the Holy Ghost. Why does the praying in the Holy Ghost? And if you notice, we've been putting emphasis on this in our prayers in the morning. It's because God fills the gaps. You cannot lean into your own understanding. That when we look at things, when I look at my things with my mathematical mind, and I like to think that I can figure stuff out and do this, it looks bad. It looks like it's never going to come. It looks like it's never going to work out. It looks like it's not going to work together. But the Bible says, well, all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord who are called according to his purpose. So if you're called according to his purpose, if you're holding on, I'm telling you that he fills the gaps. <laughs> He fills the gaps. This is why, brothers and sisters, I admonish you. I challenge you. I tell you that when you're in your prayer time, when you're in your personal prayer time, that you pray in the Holy Ghost. Yes, pray in English, but also pray in the Holy Ghost. Why? Because he's filling in the gaps. Amen. And when he's filling the gaps, things change. Amen. When he fills in the gaps, there's things that you didn't know were there that he reveals. Hey, come on, somebody. That he's revealing these things, not to, for you to be deceived. There's some things in your heart that you pray in the Holy Ghost that he reveals. There's some things in your mindset that he reveals. There's some things in your psyche that he will reveal that it only can be revealed through fasting and praying. Hallelujah. Remember the disciples asked, said, Lord, why can we not do what you did? And he said, only these things can be done by fasting and praying. And I'm here to tell you today, I know we get on this season where we have um, Ash, the Ash, Ash, what is it? I even forgot now. The Catholic thing of Ash Wednesday or whatever. And you're going to have people who are going to be, well, I'm fasting. I'm giving up this. Um, I'm giving up sex. I'm giving up TV. I'm giving up Facebook. I'm giving up the internet and all these things. But the Bible talked about it like this. He said that what? They will have a form of godliness, but yet denying the power therein. Oh, come on, somebody. That will be a form of godliness, but yet denying the power thereof. So we, brothers and sisters, we know that we live this thing all the time, that we fast all the time, that we got to go forth all the time. What We always, what, denying the flesh, amen. This is going to be more than just a 40 days to Easter. Oh, come on, somebody. That this is a lifestyle that, God, I'm asking you that you fill in the gaps in my life. Fill in the gaps, Lord Jesus, that I have. Fill in the gaps, Lord Jesus, where I'm missing it, Lord God. Lord, I can only talk about what I know, oh God. I only can talk about what I've seen, Lord Jesus. I only can talk about what I focus on. But Lord, you can fill in the gaps. So now we ask God to fill in the gaps for us. And what we find is that we have gaps. You don't believe it? I'm about to prove it to you. That we have gaps and we have gaps in our perception. We have gaps in our thought. We have gaps in our lives. We have gaps in our, in our thinking and how we move forward and how we go forward in God. That what? There are some gaps in our lives. And we're asking God, what, Lord, I need you to fill in these gaps, Lord, so that it can be revealed to me so that I would not be Ignorant towards Satan's devices. That I, Lord, you know that I'm walking by faith and not by sight. That I understand that my sight is limited to what I have, amen. But Lord, where you taking me and where you moving me and where you guiding us, oh God, and to all truth and understanding, oh God, that you have us, oh God, Lord, and that you have a, a place, Lord, that you will help us to walk in, oh God, that you have a place that you will help us to go in, oh God, and we thank you for that in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. How do you know that God is doing something? God is moving. Hallelujah. Things are changing. Amen. I want to show you a quick video real quick. Amen. And then I'm going to be out here and I'm going to take my seat and I'm going to go on by my way. Amen. But I want to show you something here. I want to reveal something to you. I want to give you some understanding and some light. And I want you to take it. I want you to do what they say to do in this video. Amen. And in this video, then we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more and we're going to get on out of here. At this time, I want you to watch this. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Let's see if I can get it all queued up here. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Uh, let me get these out of here. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. I thought I could tear these off. Yes, Lord. Yes. Okay, I won't go away. Okay. Count how many times the players wearing white pass the ball. The correct answer is 16 passes. Now, what I want you to take notice here is in that video, they asked you to focus on what, how many times the ball was being passed. Did anybody else notice anything else that was going on? Did you notice anything else in this video? Ask yourself, what else did you see in this video? Did you spot the gorilla? For people who haven't seen or heard about a video like this before, about half missed the gorilla. If you knew about the gorilla, you probably saw it. But did you notice the curtain changing color or the player on the black team leaving the game? Let's rewind and watch it again. Here comes. Now that your focus has been changed, I want you to pay attention this time. The gorilla, and there goes a player, and the curtain is changing from red to gold. If you notice that on the left-hand side, there's a gorilla walking outside that screen. That gorilla was in the video the very first time. Mm-hmm. But we were so focused on the players. Why? Because that's what they told us to focus on. And we took that instruction and we focused on the players while there was yet something else going on in the atmosphere. If you didn't pay attention closely, you also would notice that the curtains were changing color. But what? We were so focused on what they told us to focus on. Come on, somebody. That we what, we missed all the things that were going on in plain sight. So sometimes when the Bible tells us, when he tells us that what? That we are not to what? Lean into our own understanding. Because my understanding would have said, okay, it's 16 passes. But I wouldn't have saw the danger of a gorilla walking right through the middle of the, the, the thing. I wouldn't have saw the danger of the atmosphere being changed around me. I wouldn't have saw the danger of the curtains being changed and the, and the temperature of the room being changed and all these other things. Things that were going on hiding in plain sight. Hallelujah. Thank you. When you're looking for a gorilla, you often miss other unexpected events. And that's the monkey business illusion. So as you see, brothers and sisters, you can't trust your sight. You can't trust this world. We can't trust the media. We know that. Yes, we need news. Yes, we need information. But also know that what? I point towards Jehovah Jireh. I point towards the one who's my provider. Because they could be telling me one thing and yet doing another. Yeah, you could be saying one thing about this and something else is happening. We could be doing and focusing on this, 
Yet what? We losing our children. We can be focused on making all this money, and yet we losing our health, and we using our families, and we losing our, our relationship with God. We got to be careful, brothers and sisters. And in this time that we're going through right now, there are going to be some things going on. There's going to be some stuff going on. There's going to be some stuff changed. There's going to be some some things. This is the whole atmosphere is just going to shift itself. But we got to be careful, brothers and sisters, that we don't lose the focus and be deceived to what is being going on around us. For God has already told us that he's going to take care of us. He's going to keep us. He's going to love on us. That you will not fear the terror of the night or the arrow by day, the plagues that stalk in the darkness of the pestilence of the vages at noon. There were a thousand will fall at your side and ten thousand at your right, and the pestilence will not reach you. You will not only see in with your eyes the witness the punishment of the wicked, but because you have made the Lord my refuge, the most high, your dwelling place, no harm will come to you. No plague will come near your tent. And for he will give his angels orders concerning you to protect you in all your ways. I can't say it much plainer than that, brothers and sisters. All these things are going on all the time. But God is what? He's made room for us to hide. He given us a Rehoboth place to hide up under his bosom. And there he's taking care of us. He's keeping us. He's loving on us. While things are going on in plain sight, when it seems like you're being overlooked, nope, you're just being protected. He's not ready for you yet. He's letting you see the things happen. He's letting you see thousands fall. But then even in all of this, you see his protection. You see his guidance. You see his spirit. You see his love. You see his strength. All that what? Towards you. For Jeremiah, he said, I know the plans that I have towards you. And they were to give you good success and a certain end. And I'm grateful that God is good to us. Not to see, but to reveal. So ask Lord, Lord, give me sight beyond sight. Lord, fill in my gaps. Lord, let me be careful of my human perception. Lord, let me be careful of what that I put all my focus on, Lord Jesus, but I missed the most important thing. And that most important thing is you, that I serve you, the Lord God, with all my heart, all my mind, all my body, all my soul, and all my spirit. And you will be well pleased with me. That you will be pleased with me. God bless you all. I love you all. I hope that you've gotten some out of this message on today. That God has revealed some things to you that, Lord, I need you to fill in some gaps. Lord, I don't know everything. Lord, I got some holes in my life. Lord, I got some things that I need to get correct, oh God. And those are just the things that I know. But Lord, what about all the things that I don't know? What about all the things that I do that I didn't know I did? Lord, can you make them reveal to me? Lord, can you open up my understanding? Lord, I just want you pleased with me, Lord. Lord, be pleased with me, Lord. I want to hear you say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Be pleased with me, Lord. And you being pleased with me, Lord, is filling in the gaps. The gaps of my life, oh God, Lord. The gaps of my understanding, Lord. The gaps in my marriage. The gaps in my friendship. The gaps in my job relationships, Lord. The gaps in relationship with my children, oh God. The gaps, Lord, in, in my, with my family and my parents and with my brothers and my sisters, oh God. Lord, anything that I have, Lord, you, nephews, nieces, uncles, cousins, oh God. Lord, you reveal it, Lord. And please be with, please with me, Lord. Be pleased with me, Lord. Be pleased with me, Lord, and reveal the gaps. I know this kind of preaching is not for everybody. 
I know this kind of preaching stares some folk because of what it causes you to be better. It's a call for you to do better. It's a call for you to go to the next level. But I'm here to tell you today, as God moves us and transforms us to the next level, as there's more transitioning in the earth, and God is revealing his spirit and his heart. Y'all, that's been, I don't know, do you not know there's been a two-week revival going on in a college in Kentucky? God is not marked, y'all. His spirit, he said, in the last days where I'll pour out my flesh, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Go read it up. There's been a two or three week, almost like a zoozer breaking out in a school in Kentucky. And now some of the administrators, they want to do some things to try to control them. But you know what? If that's what God wants to do, ain't nothing they can do. God can shut them up, shut their mess down. And they can't stop them people from coming if that's what God wants to do. God is doing something. And we want to make sure that we are in the flow. As God moves and he reveals himself and he does what he do, make sure that we are in the flow. And how do we make sure that we're in the flow? That what we are not deceived, but he reveals to us the things that are in our hearts, the things that's in the corner of your heart, the things that you struggle with when you're alone, when nobody knows, when you're at home and you're in the bathroom and you're by yourself, or when you're in your closet, or when you're in your car, or when you're in your own thought process, those things in your heart, he wants to fix them. He wants to, no, nobody's perfect, but we're working towards perfection. And this is what he's called us to do, that what we be perfected. The Bible said what? The gifts came to the church for the perfecting of the church and the perfecting of the saints. And he wants to perfect you and he wants to perfect me. Would you let him perfect you? Would you let him perfect you? Hallelujah. God bless you all. I love you all. If this message has been a blessing to you, amen. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Lord, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, I ask that you touch each and every heart, oh God, that was touched by this message on today. Lord Jesus, let them see themselves, oh God, for what you have, oh God. Lord Jesus, that we don't get, Lord, and we miss, Lord Jesus, what's going on around us, oh God, because we're so focused on other stuff, oh God. We're so focused on what's going on with us, Lord Jesus, that we miss what's going on with others, oh God, that we're so focused on what's going on with everybody, Lord Jesus, Lord, we miss what it is that you told us to do, Lord. Lead us and guide us into your truth and your understanding. Let us walk therefore, Lord Jesus, in your power, Lord Jesus, for we know, Lord Jesus, that you have us. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, and we love you, Lord, and we praise your name, Lord. If there are any among us, Lord, who want to be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, oh, God, fill them right now in the name of the Jesus in their house or in their homes or wherever they sit or wherever they walk or whatever they listen in. Lord, touch them, Lord, quicken them with your power, Lord, and we thank you for it. It's your anointing that destroys the yoke and set the captive free, Lord, and we thank you, Lord, and we love you, Lord, and we praise your name, Lord, and we give your name all the honor and all the praise, the glory and the power, Lord, for it's yours and yours alone. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Love you all. If the Lord has laid on your heart to be a blessing to this ministry and those who tithe and who are members and offerings of this ministry, we want to give you the opportunity to do that right now. Here at the Safe House Church, we do our tithe and offer by way of the cash app. That's the dollar sign Safe House Church GSO. Again, it's dollar sign Safe House Church GSO. Or you can do PayPal. That's paypal.me forward slash ministry 8. Again, it's paypal.me forward slash ministry 8. Or you can write us a check or money order to Finding Fish Ministries, P.O. Box 862, Summerfield, North Carolina, 27358. Again, that's Finding Fish Ministries, P.O. Box 862, Summerfield, North Carolina, 27358. The Bible says like this, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together and run it over, shall men give unto your bosom. God bless you all, love you all, thank you, and thank you for your support. Amen, amen, amen.
Hallelujah. Are you blessed this morning? Are you grateful this morning? I'm just grateful for what God has done. Amen. That tremendous worship that we had this morning that just led us right into what God had given us to be able to share with you here on this day. Know that God has made room and he will hide you. Amen. So all these things are going to come in. These things are coming. We going to just pray these things away. But those of us who are in Christ, that way, we have a hiding place in him. We know that way. Lord, ask him this week. Pray to him this week. Pray in spirit to him this week and say, Lord, Fill in my gaps. Fill in my gaps. Reveal to me, Lord Jesus. If you're true and you're serious about this thing, if you're serious about going to the next level, say, Lord, reveal my gaps. God bless you all. I love you all. Take care in the Lord's will. I know tomorrow is a holiday, President's Day, but we'll still be up. We'll be praying at 6 a.m., so please join us. I know everybody's not off tomorrow, but if you so be inclined, please join us at 6 a.m. from 6 to 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. God bless you all. love you all, and we'll see you all again on tomorrow morning. We also have our Bible class on Wednesday nights at 7. We've just been having a wonderful word of God. Amen. Going through the book of Genesis, we just did Haggai. Oh, my God. That was powerful. If you missed it, I encourage you to go back and watch the replay or go back and um, we don't have that on podcast. But definitely go back and watch the replay. Powerful, powerful thing that we spent uh, on Haggai, amen, and that um, dynamic. Very, you know, very interesting, y'all. The Bible, you know, y'all talk about soap operas. Read this Bible. Just Genesis will get you enough. God bless you. Love you all. Take care. You have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the week, and we love you. Bye-bye.